the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Live from Hollywood Boulevard Cinema in Woodridge. Once again, I love this company. You know that. I very speak very highly of the management. But for some reason, they believe that I am an organ grinder monkey and constantly put me on location. I don't mind unless I can smoke, which I cannot. So prepare to be tense. However, this is a great reason that we're here. We are here tonight for Larry Elder. Uncle Tom 2, new release. I believe this is the first screening, is that right? Yeah, the first screening tonight. It's going to get kind of loud in here, but that's all right. In the meantime, we have a show to do and a country to save. And here's the thing. It's obvious what the Democrats are doing. They're running on two things. Baby murder and socialism. That's it. And now they're going to throw everything at the wall so that those idiots that still believe themselves to be socialists, still believe themselves to be in the scheme of the mafia, union guys and all the rest of it, all those scumbags in on the fix, they don't look at the actual fact that these imbeciles have bankrupted our nation. They have. There's no question about it. But the reality is there's another issue at hand. Joe Biden, there's a reason you haven't seen him. COVID two times, where is he, peekaboo. When he's in front of the camera, he refuses to blink. We've said this since he started running. You know, I don't like him because of who he was before he suffered from dementia. He was always a political whore, piece of garbage, lying fraud. Now he's losing his marbles. And this is a big problem because the media can virtually put anyone in. You're seeing it with Fetterman. Fetterman, suffering from a stroke, doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. He blends right into the mix. And then you've got in Wisconsin Mandela, communist who doesn't pay his own taxes, child. However... He's rallying up the baby-murdering communists that call themselves Democrats, and it's going to be tight. Once they get in there, they're going to change the rules, and it'll all work as it does now under reconciliation, where all you need are 50 plus the easiest date in Washington, also known as the vice presidential tramp, to just rubber stamp the the socialist agenda and hamper us. But you have to learn how to fight. The one thing you must admire about these baby-murdering communists calling themselves Democrats, they never stop. From the time Trump won in 16 till after he lost, they were impeaching him. Why is it that there are no Republicans speaking of this? You know, in the redacted version of the news yesterday, when Joe Biden came out to justify his Trotskyism, his Stalinism, whatever you want to call the giveaway to buy votes, to deadbeats who don't want to pay for their own obligations. And boy, oh boy, does this country have a lot of them. You can call them Democrats. There's a lot of Republicans in that mix, too. 
That was a redacted interview. That was a redacted news clip that you saw. I was able to see the beginning part of it, and every Republican in politics, and I mean every one, should be demanding, demanding an impeachment. <clears throat> I remember walking up, you know, my dad, like probably a lot of your folks, cared a lot about your education. My dad's greatest regret was that he never got to go to college. And my dad was a very well-read man, particularly history, and, uh, um, but it was a great regret. And he always say, Joey, you're going to be a college man. And I'd say, Dad, but how, what, what does that matter? I mean, you can still get fired if you're a college man. He said, yeah, but they can never take it away from you. They can never take your education away. And I remember my senior year, I got into uh, one of the little ivies, and I got into a number of schools, and we're trying to get the money, even with financial assistance, to be able to go there. We had four kids, all of, uh, all of us wanting to go to school. And, um, and I remember going down after a baseball game. I went, went to a really good school up in Claymont, Delaware, on the Pennsylvania border, and uh, drove down to Newark, Delaware, where my dad worked at an automobile agency. I want you to think about something. This is the president of the United States. This is not some bewildered old uncle that changed your diaper 35 years ago. This is supposed to be the president of the United States. And along with this bull dung story, college at the University of Delaware, where this dimwit went in 1961, was $243. Do you believe a word? Now, the Democrats know that everything they stand for is built on lies, and the lipstick pig salesmen they call politicians do nothing but lie every time they open their mouth. There's another problem. This is somebody fighting dementia off, off script right now. And I walked in, and I had my spikes, and because the reason I was going down, when your dad works in an automobile agency, the great advantage, you get a new car to go to the prom or a good used car off the lot. You think I'm joking. I'm not joking. That's a tick. You think I'm joking. I'm not joking. It's something he says every time he opens his mouth, refusing to blink his eyes. This is a tick. This is a sick man. Now, obviously, I, I, I disagree with everything these rat bastards stand for. However, this country deserves better. This is not your relative. This is not a family business. This is a country. And this man is not capable of having a regular job, let alone the most important one. And so I went down to my 51 Plymouth uh, with uh, beach towels for seat covers. And now I want you to believe in 1961, went to his father's little area, and he went to borrow a car from the car dealership where he swindled people in the village, and he's got a 1951 Plymouth. The whole story doesn't make any sense, but neither does this presidency. Uh, I had my uniform on, my spikes off, I ran in. And... Oh, right, you were on the baseball team and the football team, except when it came to draft time, you said you had asthma. Huh, Flatfoot? A woman whose name was Mary who ran the place, I said, Mary, where's Dad? She said, he's out in the lane going into the, in the repair shop. Give him my word, true story. Give you my word, true story. Another dementia tick. I'm, I'm dead serious. This is tonight. He needs to be removed. If this country had any standards... It's not going to come from their party. Their party are willing to put fake Indians, fake communists. Their party are willing to put in slip and fall lawyers never worked a day in their life, tell you how great it is to be a socialist and a Marxist. And my dad was a well-dressed, refined fellow. Your dad was a swindler. Out, my dad was pacing back and forth between the big garage door going into the 
into the uh, repair shop. And, and I mean, if this is a relative, wouldn't you just say, shut the hell up and pass the turkey, you stupid old... And the door going out of the showroom. And they looked up, he said, oh, Joey, honey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought, God, something happened. This is before cell phones. Yeah, 1961 is before cell phones. Yeah, it is. It's before cell phones. It's after covered wagons. This is a pathetic display. No wonder every country in the world wants to bomb us. So something happened to one of my brothers or my sister or my mom or something. I said, what's the matter? Three billion to Ukraine. They, didn't they have an independence day? How are they independent? We're the ones that keep up their economy. We're the ones that defend them. It's our, our guys fighting the Russians and everybody else. Dad. Said I went to see the guy's name was Charlie Delcher, who was a vice president of the Farmers Bank, which was a state-owned bank that did a lot of the financing of people wanting to purchase a car. Said I went to Charlie and asked to borrow the money. He said he won't lend it to me. He said I'm so ashamed. I'm so damn ashamed. You know, my dad would. You know. Uh, my dad was like millions of parents all across the country. $243. You, your father, Charlie Belcher, you're all full of dung. The whole damn story is a lie. The whole damn thing. This isn't about a way to give you some virtuous kind of taxation and socialism to benefit only the Democrat voters. This is just another scheme to shore up welfare roaches, to look past the fact not only is this the most corrupt asset of China and Russian and Ukrainian oligarchs this country's ever seen? This is somebody suffering from dementia who should be removed beyond a shadow of a doubt without question. However, you can easily sidetrack the Democrat because what they understand is all you're going to do is get something for nothing if you keep your mouth shut and keep us in. The very reasons why everybody needs money, why this kind of expense is now a problem is because of the policies that destroy our economy which they are doubling down on because what the what they don't want you to focus on is they have us exactly where they want us we are all suffering all of our equity is being sucked out of our money our property all our taxes are going up now they just have to make you feel good about socialism so who's best to throw the young people or the old because that'll come next. And it will come in the form of massively expanding the health care system that they broke. I'm sick and tired of these liars, these cheats, and these frauds stealing from us. I particularly am aggravated when they have dementia. Plus, it's pathetic and disgraceful. But KJP, what's her name? Well, how do you say her name? KJP, she doesn't have a reason. She's just a moron. I know it's Kareem John Pierre. Really? Call her the triple threat, quadruple. I've said a couple times that this is a fiscally responsible way of doing this, but can you explain a little bit about how you guys think it is fiscally responsible? Because you can't say how much it's going to cost, you can't say exactly how it's going to be paid for, and you can't say exactly who is paying for the cost. Mm -hmm. I, I get. We can answer all of that. They don't know what it's going to cost because the cost will continue to rise as the rules are not ten thousand but twenty for those selected loyal Democrat voters. This is more payoffs, more shoring up votes to turn a blind eye to the real problem. We are in World War III, ladies and gentlemen. Three billion dollars on top of 750 million, on top of 34 billion. More than we spent in one year in Afghanistan. How did that turn out? Eight trillion dollars and all you got was this stupid t-shirt. 
312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Vince didn't loan money for college in 1961. There's another little tidbit. They didn't have to. It was $243. Even that car salesman, swindler, gambler, degenerate, drunk father of his could have came up with $243 in 1961. But to a Democrat scourge, the truth doesn't matter. If it did, there wouldn't be a Democrat party. From your little municipalities all the way up to Washington, D.C., where these whores and pimps have sold our country down the river and forever changed it. So when you hear these idiots like KJP, when you hear these idiots, what is the guy's name, Cardone? What an idiot this buffoon is. Mr. Secretary, thank you so much for being here. I'm sure by now you are well aware of some of the criticisms of this plan, the idea that it could fuel inflation, fuel the high cost of college tuition, that it is unfair. Is this creating more economic problems than it's solving? Absolutely not. What is your qualification, Cordona? Because you look like this is your first job with your merengue dancer tie-on. You look like a moron who I wouldn't hire to work if I owned a 7-Eleven. All of a sudden, you're asking this idiot if, he, if it's going to create inflation. He doesn't care because now, once again, people know his name. He's like Fauci for education. And we all know how much truth that pickle-faced bastard said. Ray, Michigan City, Indiana. Hey, Sean. Love yes. you, man. Love your show. Thank you, You're brother. Killing it, as always. Hey, a couple weeks ago, I talked to you about World War II and why we surrendered our dominance, and you brought up Bretton Woods, and not too many people know more about World War II than I do, and Bretton Woods' agreement, you mentioned John Maynard, or uh, uh, Keynes. I studied Keynes in college. I knew all about him, but there's another figure in Bretton Woods, key figure. I want to know if you knew who it was. Who else was involved in Bretton Woods? Uh, ironically enough, I believe there were some capitalists that were involved in Bretton Woods, but there was a couple of other Europeans, and it may have been, wasn't Friedman, it might have been Hayek as a consultant. Nope, it was who? Harry Dexter White, an avowed communist. Oh, New that was, uh, what's his I name? Yeah. Harry Dexter White was in the FDR's. Treasury Department under Morgenthau. That yeah. man did more to harm our country than, than to aid it. In, he, in was a, a true, he was and a true, you he, called him a communist, but he was more of a Marxist. And he was directly... Well, he's a, yeah, yeah, he's a bad dude. And he expanded. He, yeah. He, yeah, he was all over that agreement, and he hated our country, hated American exceptionalism. And I, I, I just want to tell you that uh, I learned from you, and oh, you. Uh, it's a great exchange of ideas. You know, thank you very I, much. I, now now get ready, Ray. Get ready, Ray, for Bretton Woods 2, because there's already a talk to do it. You know the difference between Bretton Woods 1, where we double-cross the world, and Bretton Woods 2? It won't be us in the conversation. It won't be the U.S. dollar as the world currency. Nor should it be, because of political whores and pimps like Joe Biden and the unions that bought him. Thank you, Ray. They're the ones that bastardized our dollar and made us betray our world, our word to the world. Those same corrupt entities of the mafia. Uh, Larry Bartlett. 
Hey, hey, good afternoon, Sean. I want to thank you again uh, at the Dan Proft roast. I had a chance to say hello and shake your hand, so that's one of the highlights of my life. Oh, God, um, it was my pleasure. Don't be silly. Thank you, though. I appreciate uh, that. It's wonderful to say. Thank you. Uh, the reason I'm calling, uh, you know, for whatever reason, let's assume that Biden has to leave office. Um, so Kamala Harris becomes vice president. Does she then get to pick her own vice president? president yeah. uh is it her like word LBJ. or does the congress have to approve it no just her remember lbj picked humphrey he just picks it they're gods oh, this is I, the problem i didn't right? go that far back i was I, I just got hung up with nixon and uh, no. uh when he left and ford took over and now uh, what um oh the guy from new york uh became yeah, yeah, vice yeah. president for a couple hours yes so it, it is the vice president's decision and that's you know tell everybody else the, to go pounce yeah, they pretend it's the party, but the president is the party, and he gets to decide. The other thing is, it w think about how much better, Larry, for just a minute. We spent some time on this. How much better the country would be if it stuck to the original principles of how that vice president was supposed to attain the office. It was supposed to be the loser. Think about how little the government would be able to put and hoist upon us. Think about how much better off the citizen would be. If at every time you go back, how many less wars, how, many less how much less corruption... The military-industrial complex, the healthcare—none of it would have passed. None of it. Instead, we have this system where you have a tandem of of tyrants that could rubber stamp all kinds of abuses where you don't even recognize this country anymore. God knows I don't. Okay, I mean, uh, Sean, please don't let common sense get in the way of a good political argument. It's excellent. Very good point, Larry. Thank you for the call. Uh, have a good one, sir. You too. Thank you. This is the, the the overarching point. None of what the government is perpetrating on us is intended under the guise of just individual liberty. None of it. The idea that this dimwit in diapers, this dementia patient, can come down as a pharaoh and forever say, you citizens are my favorite and the rest will pay taxes. Although, didn't I just describe every single bill? You know, the bills that they don't read? They're passing bills and taxes that will keep working people working poor because they erode the value of your dollar by making this form of Marxism normal, by making welfare normal, by playing one against the other. None of this is the America that the founders or that the citizens deserve. None of it. This is all a soiree of totalitarian corruption and Marxism. And by the way, Cardona, you know what his big qualifications are? He was a fourth grade teacher. Oh, let's see what he thinks about the economy. Come on, stupid. Your tie doesn't even match your shirt. Uh, this is a, a positive step forward for our country, for our borrowers, for education. Look, you know, the teacher that I... Fourth grade teacher. Oh, I know some wonderful teachers. I also know some absolute morons. And you know what's funny? The absolute moron teachers I know, they always seem to be the one most connected to the teacher union and to the Democrat Party. Coincidence? I say not. It's the only way you could explain how this answer could come out of his face. We talked to you yesterday who said this is life-saving for her, uh, this is game-changing for her, who's now going to use uh, the money that she was going to use for uh, her loan to help her daughter go to college. It's changing her life in a positive way. Brilliant. That's almost as stupid and as much of an obvious lie as Joe Biden's story of how he tried to borrow $243. The good news about the Democrats, they'll believe virtually anything. All they want is a little more welfare cheese. And by the way, this is good news for Illinois and 
Wisconsin, you just got another $391, you people on EBT and rent control and all the rest of the stuff you don't want to pay for because they want you to continue to vote Democrat and ignore the absolute corruption and World War III. Let's not forget about ignoring that. Don't forget to celebrate Ukrainian independence as we keep up their economy and fight their wars. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Is this because I'm in a movie theater, Squirrel? Ah, he's right. I'm at the Hollywood Boulevard Cinema in Woodridge for the premiere of Uncle Tom 2. It's just us in here right now. And uh, it's interesting, interesting. You know, the reason that this is all coming out today, yesterday and this week, is because the ramifications of Biden's economy are undeniable. It's something to watch how in front of the, of the swindle, these Democrat failed corrupt bastards are. It's really quite impressive. You see, the housing market is starting to show cracks, among others. The employment market, 50% of companies laying off. The 40 that are not are thinking about cutting jobs. You're starting to see talk come about their profits versus the Biden economy. They have in their corner a corrupt media that knows its job security is in ratings. They can generate those ratings one of two ways. Tell the truth or tell a lie. Why tell the truth now? You've been telling a lie for the last 40 years. There's no question about it. But when the housing market starts to show cracks, this will lead to massive, massive disruption in their plan. So they're going to have an opportunity here. That opportunity will be to rally the failures, rally the people who are desperate, and make them understand that they will give you something for nothing, and this is the track record. There are more signs of cracks showing in the housing market with new home sales down sharply in July. This as the 30-year fixed rises again. And at the same time, we're seeing prices starting to ease in some areas of the rental market. Diana Olick has reporting on all of this, and she's back with me now with the latest. Diana? Well, John, after a tremendous run in 2021, rent growth for apartments looks to have peaked. So what do you think the mortgage business looks like? How much longer until you start seeing loan officers laid off? See, what happens is the back office goes first, and they're already going. They're going, and they're getting more and more desperate. Now, what happens is people who have to turn to government for assistance, they don't pay taxes. So when you threaten tax increases on other working people, those people without paying taxes, they don't really give a rip. That's how you see the once great city of Chicago become a sewer of desperation, a ghetto you're afraid to drive through. And all you have to do is keep people happy. How do you keep them happy? Hi everyone, this is Learning with Linda, and today we're here to talk about the $391 regarding summer PEBT. We actually have an update for the months of August, September, and even October. So in total, you guys, there's 34 states that have been approved so far for the $391 payments, and of course, as always, I bring you the estimated payout dates. Now, regarding Illinois and Wisconsin, these states have announced a summer PEBT payout date information, you guys, and they'll be sending out those in the month of August. And then we also bring you the list of states who are receiving that's on the benefits in September. The $500 per child. That's on top of the emergency allotment for July. The emergency allotment for June. This is the plan. 
shore up your base, keep them content because they will vote to tax other citizens. It, they don't care. And now you know that the deadbeats who don't want to pay their student loans, very similar to the deadbeats that didn't want to pay their mortgage, they really don't give a rip about the ramifications on us. So this is a lot of money. Um, and it's a lot of money coming out and uh, getting dumped on the economy at a time when, of course, uh, we don't need it. It's precisely the kind of thing, the kind of policy that caused the inflation crisis that we're in. Uh, by most accounts, the uh, American Rescue Plan, $1.9 trillion last year and uh, the CARES Act before that and several other relief programs amounted about $6 trillion uh, in, uh, in relief and stimulus dumped on the economy. This is, by most accounts, what caused our inflation crisis and now the... 60% of the money in circulation has been printed up since the Obama administration, through the Trump administration and into the Biden. Biden, in a year, $6.7 trillion dollars. You want to know what inflation is. And now we have to it explained by a guy who taught third grade, fourth grade, never, ever stepped outside of a school. Now he's going to tell us how it's going to translate to the economy. Way. The construction worker who had to pay over $170 a month uh, in loan payment uh, for a family member who now has to pay $37, it's making a big difference for Americans. You know, it's who, amazing. You know, thing with that this pandemic, are, are, as you listen to this socialism, it's an amazing thing. The construction worker, which construction worker? The construction worker that uh, went to college and left it and became very successful, the construction worker that went to college and paid it and became very successful, or the construction worker who developed a drug and drinking problem and has been fired 14 times and is an absolute fracking moron. Which one? See, we're individuals. This is what a, a collectivist government cannot afford the people to think. We are individuals, and the results of our life are the results of our choices. What this country has managed to do is a cannibalism where all the attention is diverted to the people who do not. And you're very comfortable in taking from the people that do. That is the beginning of a trajectory of collapse. This is what it looks like when you manage it. And the excuses by dimwits. New intent, a familiar face making a visit to Madison this evening. Senator Elizabeth Warren hosting an event at Garver Feed Mill accompanied by the Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, who's running for the U.S. Senate. She says the fight to keep Roe v. Wade the law of the land depends on unseating Senator Ron Johnson. Roe v. Wade. She's not running on the failure. She's not running on the farms, the new regulations, and the massive cost of the basic life necessities like energy. She's running on the people's ability to kill their child and feel good about it. Once again, select your battles, rally the idiots, and the world is your oyster. Just look who, who rises to the top in this. I want to ask about the legal basis for canceling student debt. It, the HEROES Act hinges on student debt cancellation being tied to the pandemic and that being a national emergency. But the administration argued in court that the pandemic is over at the southern mm -hmm. border. Uh, to lift Title 42. It's so over that the government's going to stop buying vaccines in the fall and shift to the private sector. So how is this a national emergency? How's COVID a national emergency when it comes to student debt? So it's a, it's a very good question, and I'm glad you asked it. Um, That's how you know she's not going to answer it. Look, we use the HEROES Act uh, because there are going to be some, be some people when we lift the pause that's still going to suffer. They're still going. It's legal because I say it is, is the answer. And what's never legal in this country is to pick 
people you decide win and cast the loss onto everyone. This dimwit in diapers does not have the power. All needs to happen is be challenged. Will a Republican challenge or are they afraid to speak their opinion or speak the truth? Because what they understand is the more idiots that vote for you, before you know it, you got an 80-year-old with dementia wandering around the Oval Office, staining the furniture. Craig Mount Greenwood. Craig Hello. Mount Greenwood, are you babysitting? Is that your granddaughter or grandson? <laughs> One of each. I got right there next to me. Oh, you better, you better hope this country straightens out before those kids start earning because they sound like two future taxpayers. Oh, yeah. They are all, oh, man, they're a little blessing. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Sean. Hey, listen, I'm hearing more and more about how this, well, first of all, the money, you know, all this money keeps going to Ukraine and uh, that's got to be buying. It's, uh, it's basically paying that guy back and everything. Like that. But here's the thing. The weapons, all our like um, all kinds of weapon systems, high tech stuff, and yeah. uh, don't worry, only thirty percent of it is going to the actual war. Seventy percent is being stolen through the corrupt oligarch system of NATO. So that's it. You know, yeah. and I'm sitting here and I'm I'm remembering how I used to have fifteen jobs, waiter, and I'm looking at the people getting ready to work, and these are the people who pay the most cost. They can afford it the least. These are the people who drown in inflation, drown in high rent costs. These are the people who will be taxed so they can never, ever attain true wealth of the money they made. This is the problem with a system that distracts people and pretends to be generous where you focus. I just hope I get in on it. This is a diabolical system and we're losing the argument. And Sean, you know what the uh, worst part about it with the weapons is? They're basically the one function of the government to defend and protect America and keep us strong. They're depleting our ability to be able to take and defend ourselves as a country. They're, they're taking all. How many like, kids got killed this weekend in Chicago by, by, by gangbangers that shouldn't have been here if you had to secure anything? If you had a, yeah. a justice system that prosecuted criminals instead of letting them out? Or that stopped the fentanyl trade so that the drug, drug industry is the only one without inflation? How many kids? You can't quantify the, the damage of these corrupt bastards. You can't quantify it. And then when you talk about Ukraine, how come nobody gave a rip about Ukraine for seven years as it was killing its own people in a civil war? See, that's why you buy a politician. Because if you buy one of these idiots, if you put their crack-smoking degenerate son on your board, you get the government of the United States of America to underwrite you as long as the guy you bribe becomes powerful. Just ask the Chinese. Thank you, Craig. I appreciate the call. Uh, Dave, Mill Creek, Indiana. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Very good, uh, how are you? I just wanted to say, uh, I'm, I actually have student loans right now. I'm paying them, so I'm going to get help by this, supposedly. I doubt I'm going to get help much because I'm going to pay for it eventually, or my kids are. Right. And I just want to say it's kind of funny that you see all these, you know, talking heads and politicians at this point are, you know, got their hands up in the air because of, you know, giving out this money here, but they don't say anything when you're giving three billion dollars to Ukraine or thirty million dollars to this country yeah. or three hundred million to another. It's just comical to me. Like Dave, you know, it is comical. Consistent. It is comical how easily distracted. You know, you you brought up an interesting point, Dave, and I'm going to ask you before I let you go. If you yeah. knew you were going to benefit from this, but you also knew your grandson would be taxed five percent more because of it, would you take the help? Hell no! I don't. I don't want it right now. You, you know, know why, Dave? I, I know because you're a man. We're already screwed. Because you're yeah, a man, and crazy. what socialism does is it separates the men and women from the children. Thank you, Dave. Only a child would believe this nonsense fairy tale from these pathological liars. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. 
This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Someone turn on my mic. There you go. Now, here we are in the Hollywood Boulevard Cinema Woodridge. And we are here for the premiere of Uncle Tom, too. But there are other shows in the theater, and we're watching people come in. So if you hear me tone it down, it's because there are children present, although they should be listening to me. After all, I'm the one that's fighting for their life. It isn't the rat Democrats that wants their mother to kill them and get away with it. By the way, California is putting in its constitution... The fact that mothers can kill their kids unrestricted and it looks like it's going to win. And at first you want to get mad at that, right? But after all, you think about it. New York, Chicago, Philly, California. All Democrat hubs of corruption, failure, murder, and mayhem. I mean, I think that should be the tagline for Illinois. Bring your pregnant women here. We'll kill your kids whether they're in the, bay, they're in the womb. Bring them here afterwards. We'll kill them then, too. It's a very dangerous place to be part of these Democrat utopias. I'm just trying to push back against the entire country. However, it doesn't look good when the Focahannes, Elizabeth Warren, this is the best. She looks like the Dutch boy from the paint can. Got a deal in college and hired in jobs because she said she had, was an Indian based on high cheekbones. Represented credit card companies, the whole time pretending to be a socialist, carving out regulations so that their interests could be parabolic. And based on your credit, you could pay 40%, 35%. They don't have to disclose it to you minute to minute. That's Elizabeth Warren's regulation. But yet she's the Indian and champion of socialism. And she's all excited now because it looks like Wisconsin is close to putting a communist in. Less than three months until Wisconsin makes a first-round decision about who's going to represent you in Washington, D.C. Less than three months until Wisconsin takes the first step to dump one of the Senate's most extreme members, Ron Johnson. He is extreme because uh, he believes in voter integrity, believes in liberty. He's an extreme warrior for individual freedom versus the communism that allowed the courts to circumvent state legislature, change the voting laws so that this dimwit in diapers could steal the election. So it's a real toss-up what's going to happen in Wisconsin. And here you're going to potentially get rid of the only senator that fought for your individual rights in challenging the government tagline on the vaccine, challenging government waste, fraud, and abuse. This is going to be very interesting and a barometer for the future. But Focahannes with her high cheekbones, although she looks like Chuck Connors and the Dutch boy, She's got a good feeling. Do you wonder, is this the thing? I mean, how are you feeling about the chances of the Democrats holding on to the Senate? Is this the thing? I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And I'll tell you. Not creepy at all. Just glad she doesn't live next door to me. Candace, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. All the people who moved here from Illinois, you better get together because I'm telling you right now, if Ron Johnson doesn't win, you're in big trouble. And I don't see near enough signs. Bumper stickers, T-shirts for Ron Johnson. We are in huge trouble. They've got, they've got tens of millions coming in for this tax-dodging fraud, this communist Mandela Barnes. Wait a communist. You don't even know half the things about him. You know what he did? What? He had so many tickets that he didn't pay for. That he, he had to have uh, like a service of, of retired cops take him around, and he liked it. And he, he charged the taxpayers over $500,000 to have I always love. Cops. A politician. 
But I love it when a politician, even these these half-assed gangsters in Illinois, they get their money from government. I love when they derive their income from tax dollars and then they don't pay their property taxes like this piece of dung, Mandela. And you know what? He was named after a communist. He might as well be one. The question is, are the people of Wisconsin stupid enough to put him in? It's all going to be very interesting. But if not, Candace, that'll make four moves in four years for you. Good luck. You must get a deal at U-Haul. Matt, South Bend. Sean, good uh, job on the red carpet there. And uh, was going to mention, I was looking at my phone on my way home last night. I got a text from Nancy Pelosi. Swear to God, it had one of the buttons that said you could block it or not. But it had a picture. It must have been 20 years ago. Doesn't look anything like it now. But she was telling me, as long as I can get some money, I can get her 14 bucks. If that's all I can do. And then the flip, because he had Herschel Walker. She talked about... Johnson, she talked about Frank Oz. She said, we're going to turn him. But I now, need your $14. I want, you to, I want you to send a return tax that says, listen here, saggy, unless you're giving me a stock tip, shut your mouth. All right? There you go. That's how you handle those red Democrats. How much time do I got, kid? 30 seconds. Terry Rogers Park, 30 seconds. Hey, our uh, college grads uh, sure are lucky, uh, but what about the working people uh, that pay taxes but uh, weren't able to get a college education. Take Aren't it, they uh, I'd look at off? it this way, Terry. Uh, Joe Biden in his dementia stupor just told everybody who didn't go to college, you're not as good as the people that did, and you'll shut up and pay it, slave. It's all in the wording. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I'm always very excited on the days I get to interview people like my next guest, who is a warrior for the Enlightenment and the individual liberty and freedom guaranteed therein, i.e. Americanism. See, that's what we're really up against. A virtuous tyranny versus the Enlightenment. You either have it or you don't. I say we don't have it. I can't see a policy in this country that does. In fact, it's always going to be the righteousness of the tyrant versus the freedom of the individual. We're only going to beat it if we can articulate it and if we can argue on reason. My next guest made a career of it. His name is Judge Napolitano. Thank you so much for joining me, Judge. How are you? Oh, Sean, I, I am well, notwithstanding what we're about to discuss, and I appreciate the, uh, the generous interview, and I, I'm, I'm a fan of your work, and I'm thrilled to be on with you. Oh, thank you, Judge. Thank you. And, you know, this is the thing that, um, as you see this virtuous tyranny, as they go more sympathetic and you practice this cannibalism of equity and money and freedom, and we keep picking winners over losers, the losers always seem to be the people that earn, that live their life righteously, and the winners always seem to be those virtuous, uh, unfortunate souls that don't. Can we beat back on principle when they have such a good virtue shield? Uh, pr principle is in very short supply today, uh, Sean. Uh, look at what the president did uh, today 
with the announcement of the forgiveness of uh, of student loans. The flip side of that is that the taxpayers, or there really is no tax money left, money borrowed in the taxpayer's name between three and nine hundred billion will be used to pay back the loans that the president has just forgiven. He obviously can't do that under the Constitution. The Constitution, which he took an oath to preserve, protect, and defend, mandates that only Congress can do that. And if you don't believe me on that, a a person as unfaithful to the Constitution as Nancy Pelosi herself said a year ago, quite correctly, even a stopped clock is right twice a day, Sean, that only Congress uh, can do this. The president can delay an obligation. But he can't. He can't remove an obligation that forces the Congress to spend money. But the bigger picture here is what Thomas Jefferson warned against when he said, "When the public treasury becomes a public trough, and the people recognize that, they will only send to Washington people who promise to return the biggest piece of the pie." And that is done today by Republicans as well as Democrats. They each have a different bias, but they're both willing to mortgage the future to secure their uh, political stay in office. It's reprehensible. It's unconstitutional. Nearly everyone. There obviously are exceptions. There's Thomas Massey in the House and Rand Paul uh, in the Senate and a few others in both houses. But for the most part, this is the uh, order of the day. Bring home the biggest piece of the pie, and the voters will reward you. The Constitution be damned. And you know what you're reminding me of when you're saying this? I'm picturing the old lady face, Mitch McConnell. He is really the one that is obstructing the true representation of these people because he holds the GOP hostage, and it's equally as corrupt in various in, uh, sections well, of the economy. I could not agree with you more. The, the Senate of the United States used to refer to itself as the world's greatest deliberative body, much to the chagrin of our uh, friends in the House of Commons. But in the House of Commons, you want to say something, you can stand up and say it. In the Senate, if you're a Republican, you want to say something, you better get Mitch McConnell's approval first. If you're in the House and you're a Republican, you better get Kevin McCarthy's approval first. If you're a Democrat, you better get... Uh, Nancy Pelosi's approval first. There is no deliberation anymore. It's lockstep, vote the way we tell you, or we'll make your life miserable. The first time I met met Ron Paul, he invited me to his office on Capitol Hill. I went to the office. I said, Ron, this is like a glorified broom closet. This is not an office of the member of the House. He goes, Judge, the offices are given out by the leadership of the parties. Defy the leadership and this is what you end up with. You really don't think I give a damn, do you? <laughs> you know, I tell you, when you go back and you look at his arguments that he articulated from the day he came onto the public square, everything that man said was right. Everything. And that yeah. story you just told reminds me of in Illinois, we have this little tiny short-in-the-pants Irish gangster named Mike Madigan. That's oh. how he ran. Isn't he behind bars yet? <laughs> no, he'll never see a day, Judge. They got to, uh, you would love this. This is right out of the comedy books. Ed Burke, the, uh, the, another gangster in the Irish Mafia, his wife is the Supreme Court Justice, sits on the Supreme Court of Illinois. They'll never see a courtroom, Judge. You mark my words. And wow. it reminds me of what we witness. The Leviathan feeds on its failure and its corruption. Yes, what, it no one, what no one is talking about, when the government under Barack Obama nationalized student loans, the problem was 450 billion. It has now tripled. 
more than tripled. It is $1.7 trillion, all distracted over this 10000 to a select few. Have they outsmarted us like the gangsters in our old neighborhoods who drive around in the fancy Cadillacs so you forget that they're actually murderers? Well, I'm sorry to say that what you're saying is truthful, and it's not just in Chicago, although Chicago may be the paradigm Given the mayor that you have and given the governor of Illinois, Chicago may be yeah. uh, the most dangerous and, and uh, poorest governed major city in the country. <laughs> but this problem exists uh, everywhere. Uh, people get elected to office and they think their job uh, is to uh, mortgage the future and, and give the voters what they think the voters want immediately so that they'll get... Uh, they'll get reelected. Nobody cares about the Constitution. Nobody. They say, "Well, listen, some black robe judge that wasn't uh, elected they they invalidated what I did." But members of Congress took an oath to uphold the Constitution as well, and they just don't care. They don't read the legislation that they uh, that they write. Ask me how many criminal laws there are, federal criminal laws. The answer: nobody knows. It's between 4,400 and 5,500, and you can't count them because they're so convoluted. Why? Members of Congress don't even read them before they vote for them. They just do as leadership tells them. Now, I know you're busy. I know how much you have going on. I want to just ask you one last thing, or to really tell you what my thoughts are and get your feedback on it. So when you come from these areas, right, this sewer, because as you're describing Illinois and Chicago, and you're 100% right, and the Democrats have never been stronger. When you look at New York, when you look at New Jersey and Philly and all the rest of it, they've outflanked us because they've managed to corrupt our very citizens. Isn't it time where we can't get representation the way we need to go to very strong states and I, obviously I like Florida because I look wonderful in a bathing suit. But to go down to these states, shore up our, 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 our Americanism, our principles of the Enlightenment, and fight it legislatively through states that want to put up that fight for their citizens. To me, Absolutely. good people trapped should abandon these states like they were sinking ships. There's, there's only two governors that are doing this now. They're both conservative Republicans with libertarian leanings. Ron DeSantis in Florida and Greg Abbott uh, in Texas. They're basically saying the to the feds, go take a hike. I'm waiting for the state legislature of Texas to enact legislation succeeding from the union and see what the heck Chuck Schumer and company will do about it. I'll be right there with them. Listen, I know you have to go. I love you coming on and making time for me. You and know what? It's you... a great time of day for me. We, we think so, so much alike. I spent three very happy years studying law at the University of Notre Dame and spent a lot of time in Chicago. I love talking about Chicago. Anytime you want me, I'm on with you, Sean. I love it. And when you come to South Florida, dinner on me. We got a deal? You got it. All the best. Thank you, Judge. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. <laughs> we are live. Hollywood Boulevard Cinemas in Woodridge. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really kind of nice because uh, we're here for the premiere of Uncle Tom 2. And the rest of the theater is open. So I'm watching all the families come in. And there must be a, there must be a kids movie because there's a tremendous amount of kids. What's it called? Beaches? Minions. Oh, Minions. Oh, that explains it. And, you know, you, I'm looking at these kids. 
and I'm listening to, I had a clip from Beto O'Rourke, that piece of garbage. His name isn't Beto. He's an Irishman. Short in the pants. Just look at the unhappy look on his wife's face. Talking about uh, how abortion should be unfettered until the time of birth. I'm thinking to myself, what kind of, am I going to argue now principles of, of giving money to select few and taking it from the many? Are you going to win an argument with somebody of that character? How are you going to reason with these rats? Can't, cannot reason with the virtuous tyrants who view themselves demagogues, who view themselves pharaohs, who with good conscience practice this kind of cannibalism. It is all against the principles of Americanism, every single one of it. So the working man goes to work, and he's strapped under a policy of progressive taxation that would make Karl Marx would make him do jumping jacks. Here we are in a country that is based on property rights, yet we get to decide who to take 50%, 60%. We get to decide how to pass through taxes on corporations that don't give us campaign contribution. And you realize it's about keeping the argument and the focus on envy of man, the greatest flaw. Just stoke the envy, and those morons will turn a blind eye to the fact that this country is giving money to oligarchs and communists that bribed the sitting president, the one with dementia. And you wonder how you're going to beat it. Are you going to beat it from these Democrat strongholds? I wonder. Because um, it's an interesting thing that you see as mayhem, chaos, extortion of honest people move out, and the predators thrive, and they still have the attention of government. A glimpse of justice tonight for a Bronx family and the man who was their rock. It was everything we had. Tonight, three people are charged so far in connection to the beating death of cab driver Kutin Jima. The final moments of his life in this video. It's all kids beat them. All those same kids that we pretend they're worth the 28000 a year. We pretend they go to school and you find out, just like in Chicago, the schools are a capacity of 1200 and they have 55 because the teacher union has corrupted the system. And they'll be paid on the 1200 and the 55 will still never learn how to say the word ask. And it's the same rinse and repeat from city to city. Well, first at four, Nassau County police come to the rescue of a man being kidnapped. Now, this terrifying story now linked to the MS-13 gang, and it all started with... Yeah, that's right. That's here in America, too. Maybe it's like a new industry, because I know that's the only industry that lives in these other corrupt banana Republicans or, or republics around the world, right? Just pick a, a South American republic, Mexico, name, just name any of them. What's the uh, thriving independent business? Kidnapping. Now we have MS-13 brought to you right here. And what's the answer? What exactly is the answer? I'm wondering what is it going to take for this administration to care about what's happening here in South Texas? How many more children have to die? How many more immigrants have to die for this administration to care about the immigrants? Because they continue to put policies that encourage people to come here to the United States, knowing the dangers, knowing that they're going to have to go through literally hell to come here to the United States. It's really disgusting and outraging what's happening here in South Texas. And what's on the news? If Trump had documents as the sitting president that were classified, and it is on the news. What else is on the news? January 6th. Ooh, January 6th. What else is on the news? Anything but the reality of where we are as a nation, where this incompetent, corrupt administration is, 
and how fast it should be removed. Anything but the facts. And in the meantime, the witch hunts, the corruption within the organizations and the bureaucracies like the FBI, who have the same, what is his name, Brian Auten, right, honey bunny? Brian Auten, same one. He's from Russiagate to the squashing of Hunter Biden's laptop and the absolute prima facie evidence and proof of his corruption and the fact that we have an asset to both China and the Ukrainian oligarchs sitting as president. And um, the judge that signed the warrant was Jeffrey Epstein's attorney. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Here, what else can we give Democrats? What else do you need? You need an apartment? We got an apartment. Two years ago, we took a risk. We came out front. I did an executive order saying in 2035, California was going to lead the way on alternative fuel vehicle. Oh, that's alternative fuel. Christine, Marla, good to see both of you. Behind me right here is the latest Project Home Key building. I'm going to step out of the way so you can get a a good look at it. It's a pretty nice building building here. It's it's set to officially open in September and offer over 70 units to people experiencing homelessness. Let's show you some video from a short... It's brand new. It's a brand new development in California. 70 units to people who have to pay nothing. I'm looking at at least seven, eight people working their ass off to probably pay rent. Are they not as good as the people who are urinating and defecating on the street? I think they are. A time ago, both L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti and Governor Newsom were here helping to set up these units from making the bed like you see there to getting dishes set up. The state announcing today that 2,500 additional units will be built statewide. To date, the state has given over $3 billion to this program. At first, the focus was on converting old motels and hotels. Now it's really expanded to include what would be a market-rate apartment unit like the one you're looking at here. I asked Governor Newsom what this day means to him. Pride in this context. I mean, it's a big deal. This was just a few months to put together. 70- I wonder how many um, buildings the government owns in California that are vacant. Our government is the largest landlord and the largest tenant. The occupancy of these buildings are something that we really don't get the information on. It's like a search warrant of Mar-a-Lago. It's redacted. Yet instead of giving access or even rehabbing those, we give new contracts to developers. Does anyone want to bet if that developer, like the ones in Chicago, throw $5,000 plate fundraisers for Newsom, like they do Lori Lightfoot? Uh, uh, put me $50 on yes. Anybody want any action? 312-642-5600. It all seems to be part of the very same playbook by the Democrat Roach. Eight units, opportunity to change not just 78 lives, their families and extended families' lives and create a pathway, a new pathway. Yeah, did you know it works like that? In fact, if, if, if you have a, a home and you work and you're a decent person, it trickles down. Oh, there's not a phrase they like. Your kids have a better life. Your relatives have a better life. But in California, you could be a heroin addict, scumbag, robber, thief, and you get to live next door to somebody who pays rent, and you don't have to. Hmm. Might be easier to just start smoking dope. We're solving the crisis of our time, homelessness, uh, here in L.A. Crisis of our time is Democrat policies. The reason homelessness grows in these Democrat sewers is because the policies choke the honest working man. And now you're experiencing it nationwide. And the end of the day, what we've been doing doesn't work. It takes too long, costs too much money. It's half the time, half the price. For who? What do you mean half the time, half the price? Hey, you with the slick back hair like you were in Mad Men. What the hell are you talking about, dummy? 
You just blew $3 billion. You got 70 units. And what happens to all of the scandals of the food being thrown away and the money being misappropriated and the problem growing like Chicago, like New York, like New Jersey? Pick a Democrat area. The governor also held a lengthy press conference on a variety of topics, including those safe drug injection sites. Remember, he had that big veto earlier in this week. <laughs> now you buy the drugs. So you buy the drugs for the drug addict. When they're tired and they go to sleep, you pay for the house they live in. You pay for the food. And if they went to college, eh, you pay for that, too. What do they pay for? Let's show you some video of what we're talking about here. Uh, this is a program that would have set up places where people could have injected heroin uh, under supervision. The now, I wonder if they OD, are they covered with Obamacare? This is just a great system. In the meantime, when's the last time you went to the doctor? You see how the focus of the government isn't on you? In fact, it's on penalizing you. In the name of what? Well, apparently, the drug addict scumbag who can't afford a house. <laughs> also known as the Democrat base. Tornado was that it would start in the cities of Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Oakland. It's something that the... Uh, all great areas and all have one common denominator. Can you guess? Can you guess? No, no, no. It's not that they were all rich in oil and refused to pump it. It's not that they are all rich in natural gas and refused to get it out. It's not that they're all victims of bad policy and suffering from everything from climate change, water, uh, droughts, and all the rest of it. It's that they're all Democrats. They got a real history of winning. Do I got to go on break? Why? I'm not going on break. I'm playing the rest of Newsom. Sacramento. He's got good hair. Give the man your attention. Past Governor Newsom decided to veto. He said that the plan simply wasn't ready. This is the first time. Notice how it all boils down to he said. Did you really go to bed last night, think you were in a republic, that you had representation? We're at the whim of the Democrat failed corrupt scum, whether it's Newsom who has his marbles or Joe Biden who hasn't blinked in 60 days. It's all up to them. You're just hanging on, baby. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Man. You know, I got nervous when I didn't hear music. I was distracted. We are here live at the Hollywood Boulevard Cinema in Woodridge. Wonderful people. It's starting to get a little busy. Kids are coming in to see Minion. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And uh, when I didn't hear the music, Squirrel, if you join one of those unions, I'll break those little squirrel hands. You understand me? Do you understand? All right. Good enough. Fair enough. Mike Plainfield. Hey, Mike. Sean. Yes. Sean, hey, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, I uh, just had a question. Just with how just problematic and uh, uh, within the system of our government and the identified problems that you've seen, the bureaucracy, everything, do you believe that this government is able to be salvaged? Uh, I mean, because when we look at this, we have to endure four years of a person that we already realized and, and, again, I'm in the classification of somebody that does not believe Joe Biden was really duly elected. No, he was uh, But we're going to have to endure this. And we're going to have to endure this with this much corruption. And I don't see how a government like this can survive. So I'm going to leave that question to you and go listen. Thank you. Thank you. It's an interesting question, right? Because do you think that it can be fixed on a national? If I just hung up on somebody, I apologize. Do I think it can be fixed on a national scale? The, the people of the country have gotten used to being slaves. 
They've adopted the mindset of a slave. They're not offended by any of this that government does. And if they are, they keep you balkanized, separated, so that your outrage really can't do anything. So I think it has to start back in the states. Now, what kind of states? You know how I feel. Listen, if you're an Illinois Democrat, you're in on the scam or you're too stupid to see. You're a willful, ignorant moron, and you don't care what the cost of it is. You've already been paying it. You know how the scam goes. The word clout is only acceptable or recognized in these Democrat sewers. So are you going to save these sewers where for a 100 years a mafia party by the Irish short-in-the-pants gang has managed to destroy the tranquility, the business opportunities, where 60%, that's the amazing stat, 60% of commercial property owners go to Madigan's law firm. That corruption is systemic and you can never get rid of it. But what you can do is save the states that are not the problem. And if you can save it nationally, I won't see it in my lifetime, but that's not why I fight. I fight for the grandkids I've never met. I fight for the kids that are here that need the opportunity to be free, that need their property rights, where they don't think it's normal to be taxed at 50% if they're good at making money, 60 if they're excellent at it. Because what does the government do? Newsom just blew it on 70 units, $3 billion, and he's losing the argument. Who's winning it? There are, I, I, I agree with Judge Napolitano, two, three, six, maybe, maybe 15 states. That's where the righteousness will come from because it's not tolerated. Honestly, it's sad when you're watching some of this stuff. I mean, I just think back to, to some of the other presidents we have. And you know, think about like John Kennedy. You think, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. You think about President Reagan, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. When I, when I think of Biden, I think of him staring like a deer in the headlights at the teleprompter. End of quote. Repeat the line. See, in Florida, Ron DeSantis is going to be governor as long as he wants to. They're pouring in tens of millions of dollars for this imbecile. Charlie Chris, who was a Republican, was an independent. He's a moron. He's a, you have to see him to believe him. He's never been taken seriously by anybody with an IQ over seven. But the Democrats don't care if the IQ is over seven. They don't care if you're suffering from all kinds of ailments. It's so bad now that even Jake Tapper is talking about this imbecile trust fund moron, Fetterman. Legitimate questions do remain about Fetterman's health. From Erie to Pittsburgh. Steel workers! Pennsylvania's Democratic candidate for Senate, John Fetterman, back on the campaign trail more than three months after suffering a... In Florida, this guy wouldn't stand a chance, just like the imbecile Charlie Chris doesn't stand a chance. Broke. If I'm your next senator to Washington, D.C., guess what? You're still going to have a senator that's going to be living across the street from your steel plant. Rallying members of the United Steelworkers Tuesday, Fetterman was on message, but often halting in his speech and occasionally dropped words mid-sentence. Being anti-union is anti-American. See, the nice thing is to preach this Marxism, to preach this stupid socialism and this moronic idea of collectivism, you don't have to be smart. You don't even have to get the words right. Just keep preaching that you will penalize the doers in the name of the slots. That's all it is. It's not hard. Even a dummy like this could do it. What is wrong with demanding for... Get it out. An easy, uh -huh. safe uh -huh. kind of... 
communism. Income. Yeah, that's it. Just a nice, easy, safe kind of income. I've never heard anybody describe unions better than that. Just go sit on your ass. The rest of the people will pay you. You could take their pay, and you develop a nice taste for Krispy Kremes. Go right ahead. A path to a safe place for them to win. Excuse me, to, to work. It's all the same. Don't worry about it. The government supremacy is easy to preach. And then everybody ignore how they waste and steal our money to their friends. And then you could pretend climate change is real. Ah, go right ahead. Mike on the north side, you handsome devil. Hey, big guy. I uh, appreciate you taking my call. But uh, I, I, I'm driving, and all I can do is real quick math in my head. And I never claim to be a smart guy. But uh, this whole $3 billion on 70 units, I, I, I'm just, I don't understand, because that's like four and a quarter billion. Or no, 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 it's not, it's not three billion on 70 units. It's three billion this year. This is the latest example. Is This is what he has to show oh. for it, is the 70 units. He's also spent a tremendous amount of money, and we have clip after clip of the uh, food banks that have been caught throwing the food out that are paid by state workers and, and county workers. It's, that's a culmination of loss, of failure. It's also known as the position on homelessness in California. The 70 units, we don't have the number, but I'll bet you this. I'll bet you they cost more than if a developer built them honestly and offered them for sale. You want to bet? No. Nope. Come on, come on, Mike, on the north side. You're covered I if you do. All right. Covered. Covered. I love saying covered. Dan, Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean, I don't know what you, you, you really have to pat yourself on the back for helping us out here. We all feel powerless. They stole the election, and we got a dumbass in the office. Sorry for it. swearing. No, I think anyway, dumbass was the safest way you could have went. I, I could come up with much better stuff than that. Go ahead. Hey, wait till these lunacrats get their tax bill, their property tax bill, when all these illegal aliens come in and all their kids are going to the schools. Wait till they get their tax bill. I'm going to tell you what, though, Dan. I'm gonna, and I'm dead serious about this. Not, I think there's a, a majority... And I'm comfortable with that, of those people that are coming here for the reasons that you believe in. And I think the save will come from those people. It's not going to come from the Chicago, Illinois Democrats. You cannot abuse them enough. You cannot rob them enough. You can't be blatantly in the mafia enough for them to reject the Democrat Party. But the honest guy who wants to work, that's where we sell. And that's what who, who believes in Americanism and the principles of righteousness. Dan? I think they'll save us before the American Democrat. Thank you very hey, much, Sean. Brother. Yeah. John, no, real quick, real quick. I own my own tree service. Uh-huh. Usually this is my busy time, right? Yeah. Zilcho. Nothing. Dan? No calls coming in. I have a friend of mine in the money I've been business. I've for 34 years, Sean. Uh-huh. Zilcho. Nothing. Scary. Blanco. Yeah. Dan, I got a friend of mine, been in the money business for decades. You know what he said to me? It's never been this big of an absolute teeter-totter of calamity. They're laying off all their back office people. Their money business, the loans, the application for loans, it's not just houses. It's commercial lending. It's everything. They're down 68%. This is bad, brother. And they can't put yeah, lipstick no, the on this job pig. You can get it at the BP or McDonald's or Wendy's or Taco Bell. Now, what we have to do, Dan, is make people understand, don't be tempted now, because losing and failing is their goal. 
They need you on sustenance. They need you on welfare. Then they turn you in the forever slave. Thank you, Dan. I got to go to break. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Oh, come on. I love this song. I can't remember who the hell sings it. Come on, Squirrel. Marvin. Killed by his father over an electric bill. Huh. That was before. Did you know that? Killed him over an electric bill. That was before Biden inflation. Oh, he murdered a whole family now, the old man. He didn't like high bills. He'd hate the Biden administration. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean, I'm going to tell you, it's a riot when you play these knuckleheads and then you're kind of commenting in the background. It's straight out of that mystery theater 2000 or something that was around when guys like us were in our 20s you know i never watched it in fact i never heard of it you know who introduced me to that Wee herman six it was weird they used to just Dan play Proud. clips of movies and then they had a couple of, of guys sitting there making smart on, comments he, and he laughed like a little girl in the theater i didn't think it was funny at all but all right i like it thank you very much what else yeah well sean this knucklehead running for uh he's up against dr oz who i'm no big fan of this guy can't put a uh, he can't put two sentences together, no. and they got him up ten in the polls. And my question for you is, Dr. I don't Oz know if you know or if you can find out, is Pennsylvania still operating under the same uh, theft that they did in 2020 when they circumvented yeah. their state legislature? And they made all these COVID election rules, and yeah, that's what I was wondering if you could find that's out. That's what'll still be there, and that's the right. But you know, I think they should have done better than us. I don't. What's with the one eyebrow? Is that Botox they shot into his face? What the hell's going on with that? Not to mention the dyed hair. Listen, if you're a man, stop dyeing your hair. It's for your old mother and and old ladies, not men. You look like a creep. You look like you should be in a park. And then when the sun hits it, it's purple. You look ridiculous. Jan Hoffman Estates. Hi, Sean. Listen, um, I, I know you're not a religious person, but um, I was wondering if you could entertain the fact that you cannot be a Christian person and be a Democrat. And I've had this argument with some of my Catholic friends, and they can't Jan, be the Jan, 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 Jan. You, you ever see a Roman Catholic church in a mafia neighborhood? It's the best. They got the best robes, the best stained glass. You can be any. You can be a murderer. All you got to do is go in there and say, sorry, once a week. You can definitely fit in there. There's all kinds of scams. But here's the thing, Jan. It's not about religion. You can't be an American, a principled, someone who believes in the enlightenment. Forget religion for just a minute. And I get it, and I agree with you. For just a minute, the enlightenment is the unalienable rights of every man. Their philosophy is on taking the rights of some in the name of others. It's that simple. And then the whole murder your baby now you're just a wretched piece of garbage, especially as I'm in the theater. All the beautiful kids, all beautiful, all different, you know, boys and girls. I don't know what the races are. None of it matters. They're all beautiful. Are they not entitled to life? And now I'm going to hear some moron like Beto O'Rourke or this stumbling, bubbling Fetterman tell me how I have to shut up so that their scourge parents can kill them. I'm sorry, babe. Has nothing to do with religion for me. Paul Bensonville. Sharon, I have two questions for you. Right. First one, first one is: if Pritzker was a cigar, what cigar 
would he be? And uh, the second question, second question is $3 billion to Ukraine. Uh, I I don't get it. You, you, you do. I don't have time to look into it, but what the hell is going on, man? Paul, all you do is you pretend that his son actually sits on a board and you bribe him every month. When you need money, you turn to the, the, to the guy you bribed. Biden underwrites your corruption, underwrites the war, fights the war. And by the way, we're fighting another war in Syria. I'll show you that, too. But if back to the cigar question, because I find it fascinating. There's a role called the Jerembo. It was inspired by a guy who used to work at Jack Schwartz, Jocko, who was the best kid in the world. He went to La Flora Dominicana. And he showed him how to roll a cigar so it had like a big fat ball in the middle, like a pot-bellied pig. And that's the cigar <laughs> that, that uh, Pritzker would be. One minute. Okay, Mark Wyamiller, what do you got, kid? Hey, I just wanted to give you a heads up. You might want to comb your hair. I'm coming out to uh, the Hollywood Cinema to take a selfie with you in a few minutes. You're so. the one that lives in Boys Town. I don't comb my hair for other men, but I'm real glad to see you. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. with this argument of the new American fourth right. We're constantly following around these morons and ridiculous arguments. I mean ridiculous arguments. I was raised by a wonderful woman. I love women. I love men. Take it easy. I'm not going to get divorced. I love them. My wife knows I love them. My daughters know I love them. As men, men, you have a job. You got to protect the women. Protect them from all kinds of evils. Some of them come in the form that's obvious. Some come in the form that's not obvious. Here's the thing. If you are a biological man, stay away from the girl's scumbags. Simple. I don't know why this is an argument, but apparently it is in this new America. Jimmy Lee Tillman can articulate that argument much better than I can. He's fighting to save what's called Title Nine. And he's sticking up for women as well. He's the president of the Martin Luther King Republicans. Tillman is also an academic fellow at the Heritage Foundation, among many other things. Jimmy, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Fine, fine. I'd like to thank you again. Second time I've been on your show and you and your audience. Um, The real reason why I'm on here is because I'm trying to reach a broad audience. Because I'm trying to stop this... um, Rechange of the meaning of Title IX. You see, um, what Title IX is trying to do, for the audience don't know, this new change of language is trying to redefine the definition of man and woman and women's sport. You know, like for 50 years, Title IX was like the only thing that kept women active, participants, gave them an even playing field in the UC, you know, in NCAA, in NIA, and all the other little college forms. And now, we got Tootsies and Juana man competing against our daughters. And now, you know, as a man myself, you know, I'm not trying to insinuate or incite or say anything that's violent on your program. But me, like you said, I was raised to protect my mother, my woman, my sister, my daughters, any woman in my family. But these new laws change and my any lady 
and my family goes into a shower, a locker room, and there's a man there. It's what insane. am I to do? And she Jimmy, it's insane. What am I to do? It's just preposterous. And you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about this. My daughter, I, 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 my wife gets mad if I ever talk, but here, I, they were not the best athletes on the team, and I never wanted them to be. Never. But they played everything, right? I just, don't just have a good time. And you walk as fathers, and you watch your little girls, all, me and all the fathers and the mothers. They go right. in the locker room, and everybody just, you know, waits. The idea that we would sit there as a little boy or a big man walks in that area where they're changing or getting ready, it is preposterous. And I'm tired of having these ridiculous arguments with morons and liars and cheats and thieves. I'm tired of it. And this is where I draw the line. And it also goes if I got an 80-year-old grandmother, a 90-year-old grandmother, or a 60-year-old mother in there. What the hell is going on? In our neighborhoods, I don't care what you, you believe, there was always the sanctity of the women in your life. And the, I remember when a fight would start, if you even cross-eyed said something cocky about a guy's mother or daughter or wife. What the, I can't believe where we are in 2022. Right, they're stripping our masculinity and taking away the rights of a father. And what I want your audience to do, um, my webpage is MartinLuthKingRepublicans.com. We got a little site that you can click on. And we're asking for public comment, not like a little petition where you sign your name and say you're against this. We're asking your audience to go on our webpage and click the site and then let them know that you are outraged about this, that you don't want to take it. Um, the last time me and my organization did this is with the CRT program. And we, made, um, we got them to stop the language about making it mandatory and make it suggested. That was a little thing we did. We tried to get it stopped completely, but we did enough to, you know, to let the senators and all the lawmakers know down there that we have enough. But what now, what's happening now is everyone's quiet and no one's pushing these issues in by the dark of night, these laws pass without no outcry from the public. So this is what I'm trying to do is get the public outraged. If you want to have a voice, I have a, on my site, the MarlowKingRepublicans.com, you can go on the webpage and click the site. Um, it links to the Heritage Foundation page where we got um, a place where you leave your name and a comment and tell you why you feel this law is disgusting. If we can get enough comment on this, we can stop this. And, you know, a lot of you fathers out there, I have a daughter. She played basketball. My sister played sports. All my sister played basketball. My daughter played basketball and volleyball. I'm like you. You know, she wasn't the best athlete on the team, but you want your daughter to have fun. You want them to experience life, be competitive, to enjoy their childhood or even their teenagehood or even their adulthood if they want to join a club. Why would you want to put them through some psychological mental shock where they can see this and they come out running and say, look what I saw, me as a man cannot defend them because I, I'll be looked upon as a perpetrator when I'm defending my woman. You just strip my rights as a man, which is my perfect rights as defending the women in my life. If you take that from me, what am I? What am I? I? You're not a man. And this is the thing that's astonishing to me, Jimmy, because I don't care what political persuasion. You know, when we were kids, you couldn't tell the difference between a Republican and a Democrat. You and I are about the same age. Didn't right. matter what your income was. You knew right, right from wrong. Now, whether you were right. new guys that were willing to do wrong, that's all aside from it. But you knew it. Everybody knew right. it, even the guys that did it. We are now right. at a point in American history where nobody knows right from wrong, and they can't pull their head out of their ass long enough to agree on something as simple as stay out of the bathroom with women, you freaks. I watched an MMA fight, Jimmy. MMA, that's the only right. sport I'll watch. I don't watch any sports. Right. This is an ex-Green Beret guy. I don't know if you saw it. It was on six months ago. 
ex-Green Beret against a girl they trained. She was better than him, technically, but he's still a man. He beat the hell out of her. I got to read about this six-foot-four moron, six-foot-four swimmer, dominating. It reminds me of that Seinfeld ex, uh, episode where Kramer's fighting children. You're dominating children. It's Jimmy, I, I can't believe there are Democrats. Now, you know a lot of people. You're in Illinois. You're in the politics. I get the hell out of here. I, 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 I can't even tell you how bad it is to be back. But among the people you commingle with, the Democrats you bump into, tell me, please, that at least men our age agree on this. Listen, everyone you educate them on the issues, they are outraged about it because no one is talking about it. You might see the, the stories about the swimmer, but you don't see that they're passing laws to make the swimmer legally, you know, qualifiable. You, people don't know they're just passing in the dark of the night. And that's why this, you have to pivot to the election. That's why this, this election is important. You know, that's why we, there's right now there's laws being passed by, and these leaders, red or blue, are not telling the people what is going on. And we have to wake up the next morning outraged. As a man, realize you can't defend your daughter no more because of the widow in the bathroom no more. And you can realize what happened because you either slept on the election or you didn't care about the election or what have you. But election has consequences and it matters. And right now, this vote is trying to put this vote out here. We got this. I have to September 12th to get as many people out there to sign up. Not you ain't got to leave your name if you want to, but you can leave public comment and telling them how outraged you are about this. And, and, and if all these senators in your towns would have you get this information and the pressure be put upon them. I know we can push this back. Just like we put, just like we made CRT um, a suggestion said it mandatory because they just try to sneak that in. We got enough public outrage to just win that minor battle. It could have been a major loss, but it was a minor victory. This needs to be a, mi a major victory because the people, Illinois, especially you in Illinois, an important nation coming up in here, the issues out there on the table, whatever you don't like the candidates, you can at least go to the Martin Luther King Republican site and put, let, your, let your feelings right here be known. If you feel the election was stolen or taken from you, feel you have no power, right here, let me show you have power. Let me show you that by leaving your public comment, we at least have an opportunity to stop something that will just ruin our daughter's mind. Skip our daughters. What about our sons? Yeah. Keep our sons, what if they just not putting our sons in the bathroom with women and they have to feel like, what, what am I? Do I have to be a woman in order to compete? What, what are we saying to our sons that if I can't compete with the boys, let me go try with the girls because at least I can win? I mean, we have to just save our children. This election right here, all these laws right here, what they're trying to do is steal the innocence of our children. And if we don't stand up for our children, if we stood silent right here while this is going on, we deserve it. That's why I'm glad you had me this opportunity to come on your audience, to at least give your audience the opportunity to fight because we got to fight and we got to show this beast that we love our daughters. And as men, we want to protect our daughters because God gave us daughters to show us the feminine side of ourselves. And the only thing we can do is protect that woman before she become yeah. a woman. And we cannot have those little girls or those women or our daughters being mentally subjected to abuse, psychologically abused, mentally abused. Matter of fact, you might give them a hope a generation of females that might not want to attempt to play sports because not only their religious views, their parental views, they might just get them all together because one, they know they can't compete because they're men playing, and two, they want to not take a chance of knowing I can be the man, but I have to go in the locker room 
with this man. It's just preposterous, Sean. Jimmy Lee, listen, I'm going to make you a deal. You have an open invitation. You ever need me. You ever need me to get my people to do something. You come on here, and I don't. I mean it. Open invitation. Because I love, I love that you're in the pocket. I love you're taking the punches. And I love the way you articulate it. It's, it's the most important fight of our life. Whether we win or lose this socialist argument, we, uh, we cannot afford to lose this fight for saving our, our, the women in our lives and, 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 and right from wrong and allow these perverse ideas to destroy the confidence of generations of women, because that's what it's going to do, and to destroy the confidence of men. We have to put this back in the box where it deserves to be. There, are, there is simply right and wrong, and this is clearly wrong. Jimmy, you have an open invitation, all right? Yes, um, the website is the MartinLutherKingRepublicans.com. Right there, we have a link to the Heritage um, Action page, and you right there, your audience can um, sign their name, leave their comments, and tell them how outraged it is because we we want to show these sickos that we do love our children and we are aware of the issues. We're not sleep at the wheel. We can't be sleep at the wheel while our children's lives are at stake, Sean. It's the most important thing. It's the only reason why we're. That's what separates us from men versus cowards. And I tell you what, I love I love what you're doing. You keep it up, my friend. All right, you have an right, open thanks, invitation. All right. God bless everybody. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So I'm going to take Christine Shanahan McGovern. I'm going to take her call in just one second. But we had a woman also named Christy. Was it Christy or Christine? Funny, bunny. Christy, who had a 10-year-old daughter, and she couldn't hang on, and she wanted to know what, I, what she should tell her. And here's the thing, the way you explain this to kids. First of all, never talk to kids. At least I never did. Like they were kids. And explain that in this country right now, Democrats are in charge, and they are forcing terrible things, like having boys play with girls. Because the, the problem she had is... Her 10-year-old daughter is being forced to play in sports and face boys. And that, you have the opportunity to teach kids every single policy that these crooked, corrupt, fascistic tyrants are implementing on society. Everything. As you're, you struggle and you start to lose things and you have to cut back, explain it to your kids. This is because of Joe Biden and the fascist Democrat Mafia. Do not let this slip by. There is no virtue in lying to your child. And always tell your child to use their judgment. For generations, we've been stripping away kids and their judgment. Don't judge lest you be judged. Bull dung. Judge everything and judge it harsh. Yourself the harshest. And make sure you wake up tomorrow better than you were today. Otherwise, you're going to get a, a Democrat in the family. And we all know how that ends. Christine Shanahan McGovern. Hello there. How are you, kid? I'm good. Thank you. Very so good. I was listening to, to Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy and I actually are friends. We did a Reopen Illinois uh, rally together. And as I'm listening to you, I'm working on a candidate questionnaire. As you know, I'm running for state senate in the 18th district. And it's about these same topics. Um, you know, like one question was, presenting males who identify as female from competing in women's sports. Um, this one question, this what I had to think about, I mean, I knew the answer, but I can't believe that 
It states, allowing parents to obtain professional counseling for children struggling with gender identity issues to help them reach their desired outcome. How can a child know what an outcome would be? Why are they even having these conversations? Do you know why society's in this pickle? Because you have a bunch of know-nothing, do-nothing with pretend degrees that pretend to be counselors that have sold this idea of a compassionate servitude to the people. This whole thing, this whole country, how many people are on antidepressants? How many people are in counseling? All the rest of it. Counseling begets more servitude, more slavery, more drug addiction. The last thing you ever turn your kid over to is some 20, 30-something-year-old know-nothing pretending to be a doctor, a psychiatrist. Please, the best one was what, Freud? And he was a cokehead anyway. Keep your kids away from this fraud of an industry, and it is a fraud. What do you think of that? I agree. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. Any you know, doctor that tells your kid as a little girl to accept a little boy in everything from the locker room to in competition, as far as I'm concerned, is a quack. Do they even say that anymore? Quack. It used to be people were suspicious of doctors and lawyers. All of a sudden, all you got to do is say you're a doctor and everybody rolls over, right? There are still some people that believe Jill Biden is a doctor. She's a doctor at Gats on Ghoul. Go ahead. It's disgusting. And I, I posted on my page a video of a teacher saying how proud she was that, that she's encouraging girls to think that they're boys. So as a substitute teacher with CPS, I, I might have mentioned this with you before, I had to sign a sheet of paper that said, if a little girl came to me and said, I want to be called or be known as a boy today, we could not tell the parents. It weakens, it, first it, of all, it, that, do you know how that weakens manhood? You know, not all men yeah. are equal. Not all men are equal. You're creative. You're not all equal. And they'll, they'll learn. You think it's easy to be a man? Wait until you get called in the parking lot by another man. Then ask me if it's a good idea. How do you think Chaz Bono would do in the parking lot with me? She may be looking like a lumberjack, but let me tell you something. She wouldn't last through round one. So this idea that all you got to do is put on a pair of Levi's with a zipper and you're a man, wrong. Half of the men aren't men. Just go take a look at that Irish mafia in Chicago. Look at their wives' faces. Ask them if they're men. Go ahead. I agree. I agree. I think the men need to step up. You know, recently it's the moms that have stepped up and have done so much to stop this, as I always say, liberal lunacy that's happening. Um, and it's what we're doing is we're devaluing our girls. And we are saying, especially in the, in the athletic spectrum, we're saying, hey, all your hard work, everything you gave up when you were a kid, when you – missed birthday parties or, or missed dances and had games and practice and practice. And the majority of them did private practices in clubs. I'm and thinking, to go to college, it's wrong. I'm just thinking of the 70s, the 80s, even the 90s in Melrose Park, bunch of fathers in Melrose sitting there while some guy walks on and pretends to compete against their daughters. I'd love to see how that went after the game in the parking lot. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Sit down and know, shut up and stay away from the girls. Yeah, they would. He would have knocked someone out. Are Hands down, he would have. Please, that's when you got to bring the duct tape. <laughs> All right, thank you, Christine Shannon. Have a good night. Oh, please, it's very aggravating these Democrat rat bastards. Thank you very much, Mike and Beverly. Hey, John. How are you? Good. How are you doing? 
I was just uh, listening to that news comment uh, at the top of the hour, and Fox News said that because of the forgiveness of loans, student loans, which I totally agree with you and disagree with what they're doing, but he said that it's going to add to a boon in the economy and uh, the GDP. And if these people haven't been paying their loans for two years Mike, and we are in a recession. Mike, the guy who said how it, does that his, make sense? his name is Cor- Cordona, Cardona. You know what, what, what he is? He's a teacher. He hid in a classroom because he couldn't go out and do. He was very big in the union, the syndicate of organized labor extortion mafia. And the teachers union has a lot of sway because it gets all the members to vote. They steal all their money. They give it to the Democrat rat bastards who make sure that we're paying $28,000 a year for kids in the inner city that can't say the word ask. And that, that corrupt money laundering scheme continues to go on. So he doesn't know Jack from Shinola. So what he knows is how to promote the Democrat agenda and keep that money laundering scheme flowing. What people need to do, take your kids away from the public schools. They do a disservice, not a service. You're not getting a value and recognize what public schools are. They are ghetto daycare centers. Thank you, Mike. I wouldn't turn my kid over to that. I'll tell you, I complained every day. I asked my wife every day about tuition. I at least had some governance over who was teaching my kid. At least a little bit. I'm very proud of the fact. I got at least two, possibly three teachers ousted. Get out. Because you realize when they hire these teachers, they're 20-something-year-old kids. They're kids. You don't know anything. Kiss enough ass, and pretty soon you end up in the White House. Boy, that's a Democrat playbook. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. We are live. Hollywood Boulevard, Cinema Woodridge. Has Alan Wester, because I like that son of a gun. I want to say hi to him. What's this movie? What's this from, Squirrel? This is from a movie. I can't remember. Is it Colors with Sean Penn? Oh, that, that communist bastard could act, can he? Terrible at making policy, though. All right, let's go to the lines. Lee and Hammond, best voice in caller hey, radio. Hi, Lee. Hey, hey, real quick, a couple of things. I, I heard on Fox this afternoon that that dimwit uh, Biden at a, some kind of speech this afternoon made a comment that this is the beginning of the end of the MAGA movement, uh, which he called the semi-fascist movement. That's Mr. Unity speaking right there. You know, it's and a funny thing. thing you know, it's like the Third Reich. You, as long as you get along with them, believe me, we will not kill you. However, yeah, you, if, yeah, you tell me who are, who are the fascists? Who's who? Who has all the uh, trappings of being a fascist? Lee, you you've been uh, listening Biden to me for years. Or, or, you know me. I call them the Fourth Reich, and I have yet to be proven wrong. They are the Fourth Reich. They do, they do not have a policy that is not in coercion, that is not in force. They don't have a pa- policy that's not in extortion. This is the Fourth yeah. Reich without the good uniforms. You know, at least those Hugo bosses were double-stitched. Go ahead. You know, the other the other point I was going to make, you were talking about this gender confusion. And it's, it's, to me, these people are nothing but a bunch of modern-day Jacobins. They're, it's a war against Western culture. If you notice, they, they will not go near... Uh, Middle Eastern uh, culture, uh, Asian culture, it's only European <laughs> culture that's open season on. Lee, it, they're like a termite infestation. I, the whole thing, I think, is just the glory of bringing down the, uh, whatever they can. And, uh, you Western Europe and uh, North America, they just 
They're out. They're just destructive. You know, there's no positive side to them. It's just whatever kind of mayhem they could they could uh, muck up. And that's, that's all why, they really you know, Lee, that's why the decision of good people right now at this climate in this country is to leave Democrat areas. Run, Forest, run. It's the only real answer. You think, you know, I always wonder at the people that sell you this GOP bulldung. The fact that they hide the, that they control the marijuana distribution in the sewer of Illinois and that they control the video gaming. And they tell you, just, just go to the polls and vote. Listen to me, at this particular point, when what's on, on the table is safety of your children, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you to do what you should have done when it became normal to have an organized mafia pretend to be a political party in the sewer of Illinois, in New York, and New Jersey. That's high ground. Highland Park used to have high ground. Not so much now, Susan. Hey there. I'm no longer Highland Park because I'm moving, but I have two things. One was congrats to all your listeners who didn't have college debt. Now you do. Okay. And number two. This is regarding, I I attended a little alumni function for a business school in Evanston that I had attended that I thought was capitalistic and conservative. And today our our little group got infiltrated by some woman who was saying that she was a national security advisor and that she had spent time in China. And now she's coming back to tell us that our climate is going to be a huge national security threat. She's so I'd like to know what she told the Chinese that they're going to what, what they're going to do to fix it, right? The Chinese Communist Party, like the Soviet Party, was very interested in infiltrating American politics and forever changing the trajectory of freedom and liberty. They won. They drove around that dimwit in California who's 95 years old with that speed racer hairdo, Diane Feinstein, for 30 years. That son of a gun just won't die. And not to mention they did that. They infiltrated Hunter Biden. They bought every fracking Democrat. How about the, the gassy one on the news? He's passing gas and sleeping with Matahari. Yeah. Swalwell. I mean, come on, these, these rat bastards. You think China gives a rip about the climate? They must laugh their ass off. It's probably the only time they have an expression. Thank you very much, Susan. Run to high ground. Chuck in Dullivan, Wisconsin, land of uh, Mandela Barnes, communist moron who doesn't pay his taxes. How's things looking for you, Chuck? Hey, looking for me, I'll tell you what, my uh, campaign, I'm actually, if, if I would have been endorsed by Donald Trump a couple of weeks ago, but they were busy going through Melania's uh, uh, panty drawer. Hey, yeah. uh, that guy, that, uh, the Secretary of State, I feel so sorry for him. He's got all the boosters and he's got all the shots. If I took my dog to the vet and had three rabies shots on my dog, and my dog came down with rabies, I'd start asking questions. You're talking about the, the Jesse White's got COVID? Is Jesse White down here, or are you talking about the candidate? Uh, the, the banker extraordinaire, banker to the uh, organized syndicate, Alexi Janulius. Which one's got COVID? I thought that you guys had the thing on it. I thought it was the Secretary of State. I was maybe confused. Uh, I, was, uh, I was running a ch- uh, chainsaw, no, no, but right. I was trying you're to right. listen. It, no, it's Jesse White. You know, he's a thousand years old. They probably forced that, that dog medicine on him, which, you know, you take it, you have a high probability of dying. So uh, let's see what happens. The good news is he's out of office anyway. They'll get a new Democrat crook in. And this one uses skin cream that isn't mine. I don't like him. Thank you very much. Good luck, <laughs> Congressman Chuck. All right, Pete, two times. Sean, the genius of the Constitution that's in your one hand that that you have that's not the one holding the cigar is that we can overthrow the government every two years. And I understand you want to move because you got that Viking blood. You got that Viking blood and you want to leave government. where you're from and go somewhere else. 
You can't. That's my, true. But you can't overthrow this government. That's why you moved to Austin, Texas. You do it every two years. No, every you you years. you Get moved to, to Austin, Texas, and every listener here who's not I in the mafia you used to should move to Austin, Texas. Chicago. You got a better chance of saving Austin than you do Oak there. Park. Thank you very much. Frank in Melrose Park. Frank. You wait. Hello. Frank, how are you? Yes. Good. You're on. I got to tell you, Sean. Yeah. The, the, the grade school you went to, the famous grade school that I went to and my kids went to. Stevenson. It's not the school. Yeah. Yes, it's not what it used to be. It's sad. Well, that's you, because they got rid of Bill Bright. No that dis- son of a gun could straighten it out. They got rid of Bill Bright. That was a mistake. Yeah. But I can tell you, people walk around the halls. There's no discipline. The kids don't have to lose their teachers. They don't have to tell the teachers where they're going. They can walk out of class. And how's this? I know a teacher that was dismissed this past year, a wonderful young man, because he caught a boy going in the girl's washroom. Now, he wasn't dressed like a girl, and this man has two daughters of his own. He says, hey, where do you think you're going? The kid told his parents they got a beef going. They got the guy. They didn't renew his contract. What kind of nonsense is this? Mr. Gant caught me playing kissy face with Susanna Pike in eighth grade and said, listen, you got to straighten up, kid. Twisted my ear and made me go apologize. What do you mean apologize? She liked it. It was still very hard to explain. But I had a different reason. She still is. Yeah. Thank you very much, Frank. I appreciate the call. It is bizarro world. The good news is there's there's a significant pushback. There really is. I'm hoping that it will win congress and win the senate i am not counting on it because i understand what these democrats sewers did and it's not win the hearts and mind and convince people that their corrupt mafia of socialism is right it's because they rigged the vote that's how you got this dimwit in diapers in there now they rigged the vote i want to help the kids get to school but there was just no way to be able to do it yeah retire arrest them anything Get that dimwit and his soggy diaper out of the office. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. (laughs) We are live from Hollywood Boulevard cinema in woodridge it's getting thick in here getting thick is it really the last segment squirrel come on man there's so much to cover you know we're gonna we're talking about all of these things that we're being balkanized with and all of these issues and all of this fraud tyranny and virtue signaling but we're not talking about what should be talked about. Jackie, the New York Post reports Hunter Biden met with his father at least 30 times at the White House or the vice president's official residence, typically just days after returning home from overseas travel. The thought being Hunter... He's an asset. He's not a president. He's an asset of the Communist Chinese Party and the oligarch in Ukraine. Not Ukraine. The Ukrainian people were under attack for seven years. Nobody wants to talk about it. Why? Because now we're paying off the most corrupt aspect of Ukraine, Igor Kolomoisky. And the, what's his T-shirt? $600? $500? The guy who likes to be on the cover of Vogue with his actress wife, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you doing tonight? Another great show. Oh, thank you, uh, kid. Listen, it's a little, Sean, it's always weird to... doing it in front of people. I think I'm a little tamed down. I think i gotta, you know, I got to yeah. let myself go when I get back in the studio. Thank you. What I wanted to say is, what don't people get about when uh, somebody says 
women's sports. It's self-explanatory. It's for women. Why, why do they always have to put in these transgender people that identify as women? Because it infuriates it no people. To me. No, but think about Sean, it like it a swindler. Here's what you got to do, Rich. When you're dealing with these Democrat rat bastards, these thieving, thieving frauds, you have to think about how they can keep the focus off of their obvious corruption. And that's through what's called balkanization or pitting one yep. citizen against another. So you forget, oh, you just sent another three billion to Ukraine. We now know that only 30% of the weapons are, are, are being received in Ukraine. Where are the 70%? They're being stolen through NATO and laundered through weapons dealer, other oligarchs, both Russian, Ukrainian, and everybody else, and they're stealing the American taxpayers' money again. Yeah, I understand that. That's the problem. It's, it's want... a brilliant thing. Brilliant. And that's what I Jimmy don't... Tillman and I... Here, Jimmy Tillman are from two different neighborhoods. We have the same beliefs. You're from a different neighborhood. You have the same beliefs. There are Democrats out there, those old-fashioned ones who, who, who ignore. They have that, that ostrich mentality, and they think that uh, JFK is still alive. And they know that it isn't right to subject their daughter to going in. They may have overplayed this card. This may be something that all people can unite on. Because even if you got that little boy that's all confused, you don't want him going in the, in the bathroom with the girl. And if you do, you're probably the same sick son of a dog that yeah, says it's I okay to kill that. a kid. Yeah. So, but there was one other thing. Go ahead. One go other ahead. thing I wanted to say, though. When they uh, give out loans and they say these loans are for women businesses, it's for women. It's the same thing with sports. Sports are for women. Oh, I women like, sports. I like, Jimmy, I like where you're going with that argument, but you're from Chicago. You know how many women attached to those short-in-the-pants Irishmen are fronts for their businesses? How many women have leases in O'Hare? They don't even know where O'Hare is. They're the gumad, the side broad, maybe the cousin. And they all just sign yeah, the lease. That. And that same short-in-the-pants Irish ma mafia reaps the rewards. So that's just another front, another excuse. Like the green energy Solyndra. Guaranteed loans. How many of Hillary Clinton's resurrected dead scumbag brothers will all of a sudden go back into the green energy business? How about Terry McCullough? Exactly. He'll be back, right? It's all a front and a scam, Rich. Never forget, this isn't a political party. They don't really believe that bull dung. They're stealing right. money. This is an organized syndicate. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the right, call. Here. Here's the thing. Who read the bill? You know, you talk about $3 billion here, a billion there, 750 It's all slippage. You're talking about trillion-dollar bill passed, and now no one's talking about it. It's only passed, what, was it even 14 days ago? And now even the liberal New York Times is pointing to another potential problem hitting in the left spending spray, one that again brings back the Obama era to mind. A little-noticed expansion of energy loans in the legislation has the New York Times noting. Guaranteed energy loans snuck in a 750-page bill that nobody read. They didn't have to. They know it's going to pay dividends. Better than even Nancy Pelosi's stock portfolio. This is the real deal, honey. Hope you're in on it. We only got 30 seconds. 10 seconds. All right, we are here at Hollywood Boulevard Cinema. Can't wait to see the movie. In the meantime, fastest show on radio. I'll see you tomorrow, 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.